All right, hey, what's up, ASMR fans? Get ready to get your brain jollies off because it's another episode of Ocean Man Games Club, and we all know you're here to listen to my nasally, wheezy voice talk about video games in his garage at 2 o'clock in the morning. I know the neighbors are going to enjoy it. I think they have a bedroom window right by the open window, but that's okay. They've been living next to me long enough. I think that's probably the least of their concerns. Additionally, if you're lucky and we're real quiet, we might hear some spooky fall noises because of the aforementioned open window. But whatever. I also fucked around with my mic to try to uh, solve last week's problem of the refrigerator turning on as well as running out of battery at about the same time. So I do have a AC cord for the recorder and I, I think I adjusted the recorder correctly I'm definitely not going to be doing it again so if the audio is bad you should consider yourself lucky because my original idea was to make up for my bad audio today by sticking the recorder in a bucket just to kind of see how bad it could get I was gonna say fuck it there but then that sounded like a like a shit rhyme like I was like a poorly written Quentin Tarantino character, so we skipped that one. Anyway, I decided that it wasn't that funny to have bad audio. Well, it is funny to me, but probably not to you. So we skipped that one. Anyway, we might get to hear some some leaves rustling in the background. And I guess we do have a time limit because I, I don't want the I, I unplugged the fridge to put to plug in the ac cord so that does put a sort of a bit of a hard time limit on the podcast good news we're gonna wrap it up in under four hours um oh yeah we talk about games on this show uh what are we talking about this week tribute games is tribute games they made the uh the new ninja turtles game that I talked about on the show and I can't remember the subtitle of. Not the Cowabunga Collection. They made that one. And um, Flint Hook. Like, you're, you're the one where, the game where you're like a ghost robber with a grappling hook or something. I don't know. Um, I bought that game, didn't really play it much. It, it seemed cool. Been, been convincing myself I'm going to go back to it. When I get a chance, I think I bought it five years ago, so I'm not sure when that chance will be, but it's coming. I'm certain of it. Probably not. Huh. Isn't that how it always is? That's all right. They got my $14 or whatever. Good good for them. But anyway, uh, the game today is by Tribute Games, and it's called Wizorb. And... Wizard fucking sucks, so um, I'm not gonna not gonna really talk about it too much. If you want to spend five dollars to play uh, Alleyway or whatever, or Breakout, they're like the same game, right? Fuck, I'm probably wrong. Anyway, if you want to play something like that with like magic and extra layers of bullshit, then and enjoy Wizorb. I didn't. So anyway, it, it, since Wizorb is alleyway with wizards or whatever. You know, actually, it's unfortunate, too, because I do like 
I guess if you don't know alleyway or breakout, you, you you're in a little ship and uh, the ball. Oh, there's our spooky uh, spook. There's our uh, spooky leaves we were talking about. You probably didn't even hear it. Anyway, anyway, uh, you, you have a little paddle. You move back and forth. You hit a ball um, into bricks, and then they 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 break away or break out, and then you do that until they're all gone, and then you repeat it. Uh, you know, a concept that a couple of video games have tried. Not a lot, nope. But um, I think I feel like. I don't know. I didn't care because I'm not professional, but I feel like Wizorb is a bit of an older game, and maybe maybe came out when like Puzzle Quest didn't feel so uh, when everything didn't have RPG elements to it. So the idea of like putting weapons and quests or whatever on top of it, it was cooler then but whatever be all the thing moves too slow your little guy moves too slow drives me insane fuck that game anyway so since we're not talking about that i I thought that we did still need to talk about wizards in some capacity since you know the game is about wizards um i guess bouncing balls around or whatever i said i wasn't going to talk about it but i continue to find myself talking about it so Whatever. But anyway, um, I made a list of some wizards, and I'm going to talk about them. First wizard on the list, Gandalf from uh, Lord of the Rings and um, The Hobbit, I think. Didn't read The Hobbit or watch the movies. Saw The Lord of the Rings, though, in in the theaters. That was a, a Christmas tradition for... Three years, I guess. I don't know. A dollar theater and being the, a certain certain age really makes a, makes three and a half hour movies appealing. And you got a lot of time to burn. But Gandalf is sick. And um, I don't know any lore. Something, is it, is my understanding like he, he came from, Gandalf wasn't born or something? I don't know. All I remember about the books versus the movies, which I, I read a couple of the books, was Tom Bombadil was sick, but, like, weird. And I was like, man, it, this is not the movie I watched, but it's sick. Anyway, um, don't have strong opinions on Gandalf, really. He seems cool. I guess he's your, your prototypical wizard. So you, you kind of can't... You can't really... It almost feels like Gandalf is above reproach. That was my phone setting down in case you're curious. But Gandalf almost feels above reproach in a certain way because he kind of is your archetypical wizard. I'm sure that I'm wrong about that, but I mean, I guess, yeah, I have to be wrong because um, there's that there's that wizard in the, in the Knights of the Round Table or whatever. What is his name? Lancelot and fuck I don't know whatever it doesn't matter I'm sure there people are screaming at their phones about what the answer to that one is but it doesn't matter I feel like is it the black this they're in the sword and the stone that was a sick movie anyway it doesn't matter um oh speaking of Disney movies another instance of wizard um Fantasia 
when Mickey Mouse is it steals his the wizard's hat, which you know that that obviously is like the king of all the sequences in Fantasia, the one where Mickey Mouse dons the wizard's hat and then um, gets the brooms or mops, right? They're mops to come to life and uh... oh shit. I almost knocked <laughs> a metal folding chair. That would have been awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah. So when Mickey Mouse dons the wizard's hat and then has all of the the brooms and the mops or various cleaning implements, Swiffer wet jets. When he gets all the Swiffer wet jets to, to clean up, to do his job for him, which... Begs the question, what the fuck was the wizard doing? Number one, the wizard should have probably seen that, should have foreseen this happening. Because if not, I mean, this guy is, it begs the question here. Does the wizard in Fantasia, does his power, is his power derived solely from the hat? Or is the hat, because it his, is his belonging, does it imbue Mickey Mouse with some wizard power? If not, I feel like if you're a wizard and all of your power comes from the hat itself, it's very, it's like derelict of duty to, to remove the hat. Like, how do you even sleep knowing that someone could steal the hat? And then why do you leave it in the, in the room of your helper? And then a follow-up question, why do you need a helper when you can see that the wizard abilities, or at least partial wizard abilities, if we're going to go with the fact that the hat imbues the power itself, which is fine, whatever, we'll leave that alone. We'll assume that, that the hat itself imbues some power that wears off from it being on the wizard's hat. If that's the case, why is not everybody a wizard? Shouldn't he be just handing out hats like candy? And... The other question, too, is he can fix the whole problem, which that, that Mickey creates and, and bringing all the brooms and everything to life. So then the question is, is why did he need an assistant in the first place if he can make inanimate objects become fully under his control? And then another question is, is that does he imbue those objects with the brain or is he... At the same is is Mickey controlling? He's not. Well, he fails to control them all at the same time. So is the wizard using his brain like a like you know a multi core processor to like using each individual core to run the process for each individual mop or broom? I can't remember which one it is, and I, I don't want to lose uh, focus when I Google it. But the either way. If he can, if he can do that kind of, you know, if he can do that, why doesn't he just do that? You know, if he, if he's able to create an army, the wizard, not, not Mickey, I mean, but if the wizard can create an army of sentient mops and brooms, why doesn't he do that? And if he, if he's so smart as to be able to juggle sentience of that many objects at the same time, right? Why? Why couldn't he foresee the fact that leaving this hat that either is a source of his power or imbued with some of his power through wearing it, why couldn't he foresee that Mickey was going to fuck that up? Because Mickey is pretty hapless in this situation. Really all situations, I suppose. But, you know, he he shouldn't have been trusted. And if he's such a big brain fucking wizard, he should have seen that shit coming a mile away. 
but he didn't. And then, then there's the other question, which is, does, does his wizard ability or Mickey's give those objects a brain or a soul? And if so, then the wizard comes in and just murders a shitload of, of intelligent creatures, which is really fucked when you think about it. But, you know, the animation is cool. It looks cool in those brooms walk. All right, anyway, um, next wizards, Wizards of the Coast. They make uh, Magic the Gathering and other games. Mostly board games, I think. I guess they do video games now for their Magic the Gathering games, or I don't know, whatever. I used to play Magic a lot um, for like a year in college until I remembered, oh, shit, uh, I'm in college and I just spent all my money on fucking cards. Um, That's a problem. So outside of that, that, you know... uh, Magic was cool. Just hang out till late in the morning, listening to metal music and getting all fucked up and trying to do competitive math. Once you kind of realize that it is just competitive math with like sick Boris Vallejo drawings on top of it and oops, you just spent all your summer job money, the game becomes less appealing. I've definitely gotten back into it in years, but then I had a buddy borrow my 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 box of cards be i don't remember why and then his basement flooded so they were all destroyed and that was the end of my magic the gathering career moving on harry potter nope all right uh the wizard book from middle okay the wizard book from middle school where wizard teaches his daughter to fuck all right that's a story uh in middle school, a, a a kid that I kind of knew in home ec class. Was it home ec? Or probably more. Some different. Uh, consumer Family consumer sciences or something. Because there was like sewing aspects to it. Whatever. Anyway, in the class, we're sitting there. And uh, this kid that I kind of know comes up with another kid that I kind of know. And they're... Hey, Fred, you got to check this out. You got to see you got to see what's in this book. All right, man. Read this page. And it was an old book from our school library. It had to be from like I mean, I don't know. It couldn't have been newer than the 70s for sure. And it it seemed like something that maybe had gotten churned out in the wake of Lord of the Rings, but I guess I don't know. Um but at any rate, it, the book was about a wizard or something, and it was super old and in our middle school library. And I proceed to read the page, and the page is, well, it's two pages. And in the story, there's, like, a wizard, and then he, like, my, my memory wants to say he adopts a daughter because I hope that he adopts a daughter. But it's, for, there, for some reason, this immortal wizard... And, and and the immortal makes it even worse is that he, he like has a daughter and then once she's of age, he's like, well, now's the time I got to teach my daughter how to fuck. So I'm going to do that, I guess. And then the book talks about the, this wizard fucking his daughter. And that was weird. And I remember being just appalled by it. I mean, of course, because you're in middle school and a middle school library book is talking about a wizard fucking his daughter, which is 
mortifying. But now I guess that, you know, any other, any middle school kid now is like, yeah, I mean, you, oh, you want me to read about a wizard fucking his daughter? I'm actually currently watching um, this guy pretend to fuck his daughter on Pornhub or whatever right now. But, you know, at the time that really scarred me. Well, scarred me isn't the word, but it stuck with me. And then from then on out, I'm always like, Anytime I think about wizards, I don't think of, like, a cool old man who, like, you know, helps the realm with his magical abilities and puts a king in check. I'm more like, hey, that's a guy who's 400 years old and gonna fuck this girl who just had her period. Who's probably, like... And then and there's also that. There was the, under, the underpinning part of, like, it didn't say it, but, like, she just got her period. What the fuck? And that book was in a school library. And a dog-eared copy, too. It wasn't like some kid found some weird fuck book that got pushed behind a... <coughs> excuse me, behind a shelf. Nope, that was just uh, just a book that the middle school library had.